0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Binge List and Box Office Hits, the podcast about all things film, TV and streaming with your host Shannon Holiday and me, Letitia Thomas. How you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. It's been a big day for me. I've had a huge day at work and I've come straight here and we've started recording.
0: Look, we've got to give it to the people. People are listening. I know.
1: We've got to keep a schedule. I think that's why yeah. people are expecting it and we're going to keep it going. And
0: thank you guys for listening. We love it. Yes, it's so
1: good. I've been keeping an eye on the numbers and they haven't really dropped. So it means the people who are listening are staying with us, which I, I really love. you
0: liked last episode too because it was fun to do.
1: It was really fun. I love Star, the Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, it was entertaining to go back and revisit some of the ones that I haven't looked at and re-see how they are again. I've had a few people like write into me and say, oh, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars. I haven't really watched much of it, but I didn't realise there was so much to it. So it was really good to hear them. It might open up to them actually watching a little bit more of it.
0: Yeah, it'd be fun. And all the people that are listening that – Uh, that know us personally and uh, don't know what we're talking about, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it heaps.
1: Yes, I've had a few people go, oh, that went over my head, but it's good to listen to you guys and how you relate to each other.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. Okay, so what have you been watching this week, Shannon?
1: Okay, so this week I've watched, well, I watched about five films this week. It was really good. I had time to watch things at night. It's nice, hey? Yeah. Um, I watched The Invitation, so that was a horror that was released uh, last year in 2002 starring uh, Nathalie Emmanuel and Thomas Doherty. Um, it's basically about a, a person who finds out they've got extended family in England and they get invited to a wedding, go along and meet everyone they're not associated to in the family and it slowly becomes obvious that there's not actually a wedding.
0: I mean, that's a horror story in itself, right?
1: And they're actually the one getting married.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: I won't spoil it, but it turns kind of like supernatural towards the end. There's Ooh. other elements to it, but yeah, it turns into a horror once uh, she gets over to England and meets the family.
0: I might have to watch it. It's quite
1: gothic. Like I wouldn't say it's an amazing film, but like the gothic feel to it, the the setting and that. It was definitely a COVID film. You can tell it was pretty bare bones in terms of like um, the production value and stuff like that. Other than that, I th- it had a good vibe overall. The next one was Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. I watched
0: that this week too. Yeah.
1: You watched that one. We, we both watched that one. We're probably going to deep dive a little bit into that with the main topics. So I won't go into that one. Uh, Heathers. I, I
0: love it. Heathers so much.
1: I understand it now. The pre Mean Girls movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's like pre Jawbreaker as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. So that's Winona Ryder, Christian Slater and Shannon Doherty. It's definitely like this, you know, teen fl- high school flick with about clicks and that. And she meets a rebel and then they <laughs> start killing people.
0: I, um, I watched it first. Well, I watched part of it first and then I was like, no, this is good. I need to watch it later. On the plane back or to LA. I can't remember. Yeah. I just remember putting it on and then there's that, that iconic quote about the chainsaw. The chainsaw one. And yeah. I was like, oh, my uh, oh. God, this was the 80s. Like, what is this film going to be? There was a but, few yeah. little
1: lines like that throughout. And I was mm. like, this is kind of, you know, pretty forward for the 80s, yeah. especially for like a teen high school movie. Yeah, it
0: was really dark.
1: Yeah, it definitely had some um, strong adult themes in it. I, I'm surprised I slept on this for so long, knowing I, I like it. Mean Girls and, and movies like that. I enjoy them. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it. It was really fun. It yeah. was a good film. There's a
0: good Um, – they've turned it into a, like a Broadway show as well. i heard about the musical. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if you can see that anywhere. Like is it available I to watch on something don't or is it just think the musical? So. I
0: think it's like go to a show In and stage. see stage. Yeah, yeah, they okay. haven't done it. I think they have but like you can't – yeah.
1: You can't yeah. yeah. download it or anything. It's not like Hamilton that's on Disney no. class. Okay. But
0: I think probably better than Hamilton. Anyway. Yeah.
1: I haven't seen Hamilton yet. Uh, Next one was Fast X. So I saw this on opening night.
0: Anyone who's listening at home, Shannon's eyes have lit up like Christmas.
1: Look, I love my fast movies because I know exactly what I'm going into when I see them. And yeah, they've probably turned into more like similar esque movies, that MCU film type films, where it's just like basically they're superheroes. Nothing can kind of hurt (laughs) them in any way. But if you know, family and that's their strength that keeps them together. If you know what you're going into, like if you've seen the previous at least two, you're going to get more of the same. If you enjoyed those and just knew it was a popcorn flick, you're going to enjoy the 10th one. It's more of the same. The villain's fantastic. Jason Momoa is a standout performance in this one. He's super flamboyant. He's uh he's really like, you know, bipolar, basically. <laughs> and he plays it so well. He hams it up to the max. And yeah, it was really good. But this one's definitely, it's definitely a sequel. Esque movie like it sets up this film to do a part two okay possibly part three but who knows it's definitely like no there's all loose ends at the end of the film all the characters are somewhere and you don't know half of them their fates and stuff actually like if they've survived or not at the end of this film and it leaves it open
0: i feel like there hasn't been that kind of thing in the fast saga for quite a few years like yeah
1: So it was really good to see, yeah, there's a couple of them you don't know that survived or if if there's an event that happens, if a couple of others are going to live through that one at the end of it. A couple of cameos, people come back at the end of this one that you thought maybe weren't alive anymore. Oh, good God. Okay. This will be fun. Yeah, it's good. It's worth seeing uh, if you're into that type of thing. The next one I saw was uh, The Big Sick. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what we'll go into a little bit more with the topic as well, but I really liked it. I'll go into that in more detail later. I that was a 2017 think, release.
0: I don't think I've seen this one. I think it's one that I keep meaning to have watched and then... Well, I'll tell you, you know now, to you happen.
1: probably should. Okay. It was. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched it last night and it was, yeah, really heartfelt. It was really good.
0: Okay. I will make sure I add that to the list yeah. and, you know, everything else. But everything else that I do we keep
1: adding it. to the list. Yeah. yeah. I've got it on Blu-ray. So.
0: Um. Okay. Well, what I watched this week, yeah. um, more Ted Lasso and it is... They've brought it back. Is it? Is it really turned around? Phenomenal. And there's only like, I think.
1: One left or two left. One or two.
0: And the last one's, the title of it is like, So Long, Farewell, like a Sound of Music reference. And I'm like, Mm. oh, I'm wrecked. Um, (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Anyway, so that's good. If you haven't watched it this season and you're like, I don't know, watch it. Mm -hmm. It does feel a bit off at times, but that is intentional. Like I thought it might've been. Yeah. So I'm back on that. So the
1: writing was on point. It was for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keen
0: to rewatch it knowing where it ends or where it's going to end. Been watching Yellow Jackets, we're gonna yep. talk about that next week.
1: That's next week's to save episode.
0: Me from talking about it now. If you <laughs> haven't watched Yellow Jackets and you do want to catch yep. up because we're gonna talk about it we next two week. Two seasons in depth. to
1: get through if you haven't watched it, because next week is the deep dive on the on that show.
0: Yeah. So I watched another film actually and I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, it's called Gloria. Yep. From the nineteen eighties. It's written and directed by John Cassavetes, um, yeah, okay. and he puts his wife in all of his like he directed a lot of films and wrote a lot of films back in the eighties and so forth. Um and his wife's always in them. Yeah. It's okay. one of those. Yep. Um, it's phenomenal. So I'd seen one other one that he'd made before called A Woman Under the Influence. Yeah. And that was like just incredible filmmaking, but like like a hard watch. Like it's not Yeah, okay. yeah. Um anyway, but this one is about this young boy whose family is killed by like like oh. the mob. The family's neighbor comes over, Gloria, and they're like, Hey, take the kids, take the kids, take the kids and she's like, hmm. I don't know, what am I supposed to do with these kids? Yeah. Um, she ends up taking the boy because the, the older daughter's like, I'm not leaving the family. So they take the boy. Yep. And then um, the family gets, like, killed by the mob. Mm. So it's this little boy that's just stuck with this reluctant, like, older lady. Mm. And she's like, great, now I've got to look after this kid. But she's also in with the mob.
1: No. So now okay. she's like,
0: oh, God, now I'm running away from the same people that I've yeah. sort of been in with, that kind of thing. And it, I don't know, it's I just
1: – like interesting to sit and watch yeah actually, and yeah. it's
0: really well done like i'd seen it for years been waiting yeah. to buy it real cheap finally like i mm, got, got a cheap. chance to yeah 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 no i loved it and it's kind of funny because the little boy is like sort of like a a real like old school tough guy new yorker yeah. type like you know he's just copying the, like, the adults yeah in <laughs> his life so he's like you know he sees her as like you know a mother or a friend mm. but he also is like you're my girlfriend and she's like you're six.
1: Oh, adorable. Yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah. it's
0: really cute the way it's done. So if anyone can watch that, yeah. definitely watch it if it comes up. It was, it was truly worth it. Um, And then I tried a couple things on Apple. Oh, I tried Paramount plus yeah. Fatal Attraction, the TV series. I've seen the movie with Glenn Close. Yeah.
1: It's
0: great. I think it's Michael,
1: Michael Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, yes. really
0: good. This one's got Lizzie Kaplan in it, who's Janice Mingus. Yeah, she's yeah. really good. And I don't think it's bad, like, because I only watched the pilot, but it mm. didn't thrill me enough that I'm like, oh, I need to oh, keep, keep watching going. it. So I, I don't know. If anyone's seen it, let me know if it's worth it. Um, Does it end
1: on a hook for the f- first app?
0: Oh, like a little bit yeah. of one, but not a whole bunch. And then I tried the Apple TV Plus show, City on Fire, mm-hmm. and I got through, like, one and a half eps, and I, like, just kind of turned it off. Again, if you've seen it, if it's worth it, let me know. But yeah, but if
1: you want to keep watching, yeah. Yeah,
0: I just wasn't, like... Wasn't sold on it yeah. from that, but you know maybe I'll give it another go. So that's pretty much yeah. what I got up to this week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have actually one more. I forgot to you know write it down and mention it. Oh no. Um, me and my housemate Ben have started watching a new series on Apple TV Plus called Bird Bird Box. Mm-hmm. It's the one with Taron Egerton in it, and he's incarcerated. Uh, he's got ten years for basically drug money, all that jazz, and he's been asked to essentially move to a higher maximum prison to try and get a confession out of this different um, criminal inside and he'll wipe his time off that. So the first episode is basically the setup of him getting caught, put in prison and getting asked to do the move. And then I want to keep watching that and see where it goes because it's only a six episode kind of mini series and it's produced by Taryn Edgerton as well. And it's actually written and directed by the guy who wrote Shutter Island.
0: Ooh, okay. So I was
1: like, I was hooked by that after we obviously did I'm that deep King, dive.
0: And also Ben's got more taste than Paul Blart. Yeah, Goods not know. just Paul Blart,
1: Ben. You've watched other things yeah. as well.
0: And now the people at home also know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to do some more trivia this week. Yes. I might ask Shannon a question first if you're ready for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so which actress voices Elsa in the Frozen films?
1: Elsa, is it? Oh, I keep thinking it's the one from Glee, but it's not, and it's the no. one that looks like the girl from Glee. Uh-huh. It's it's like Mendez or something. <laughs> last name, I can't. I I'll c-
0: give it to you because John Travolta said it wrong once. Yes. Um it's Idina Menzel.
1: Yeah, that's it. See, yeah. I was on the right. You're track. on the John I just Travolta couldn't, track. Couldn't say it. I'm John Travolta today, yeah. <laughs> but I knew which one it was as well. She was also in Glee for a guest she? appearance. I didn't.
0: Wa- did you watch all of Glee?
1: I watched up to season five. Oh, look at there There's he is six seasons. So I've seen most of it. Jesus. There's some really good apps in there.
0: I've seen a couple episodes my cousin maybe watch. So.
1: I thought it slapped. I thought it was really good. Alrighty. So your first question. Aaron Sorkin won an Oscar for writing what 2010 drama about the creation of Facebook.
0: That is Oh, now it's just gone.
1: <laughs> it was there, but it's not. <laughs> it was
0: it was there. I was like, I know this, I know this, <laughs> I know this.
1: Do you wanna know who's in it?
0: I know who's in it. Yeah. I can tell you everything about it. Yeah. The, ti- the social network.
1: You've got it. Yeah. I was about to tell you. I was about to say it I'm I am like, like, no, you've I, got I, it. I, know this I can one. see yeah. you've got it. Yeah, you've got it.
0: What's the name of Charlie Chaplin's most famous reoccurring character?
1: God. I'm not really that good with Charlie Honestly, Chaplin. Honestly, I didn't know this one either. He's got the little top hat and the feet. And I, I
0: guess it's him, yeah. I
1: don't know. You'll have to say. That's called
0: The Tramp.
1: Yeah, no, that was. Yeah. that's lost on me. I haven't watched many Chaplin. Yeah. I
0: don't think I've watched any Chaplin films.
1: No, that's definitely early, early cinema.
0: Yeah. I've been yeah. meaning to, but yeah. we both learned something today. Oh,
1: <laughs> excellent. Alrighty, so your second question. What is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in Jaws? I've got no idea. Yeah, I've seen w- Jaws, but I can't same. know what the boat is. Look, I haven't watched it for many a year, but I've seen it. Um, I wouldn't have got this. It's the Orca. Oh. Ah. Whale, makes yep. sense. Yeah. Okay. We're going to need a bigger boat.
0: We'll do one, one more. <laughs> um, in Apocalypse Now, Robert Duvall says, I love the smell of what in the morning?
1: Uh, Napalm. That is it. Because I've seen that recently, and I thought it was an absolutely amazing film.
0: I it's on my list. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch it like this week or something. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, this is a shout out to the audience. If you have not seen Apocalypse Now, watch it and watch the Redux edition. Okay. Which has all the added scenes back in it, and it's just phenomenal.
0: I have immense guilt over not watching this film for a number of reasons, but um, it's anyway. about
1: three and a half hours. Yeah. Look, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's I w- it's a journey.
0: Shannon, I watched. I've watched long ago, Remember that one we watched? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Dr. Zhivago? Yeah, i watched Dr. We Zhivago. We watched Dr. Zhivago. No, I've watched Dr. <laughs> I Zhivago. Watched <laughs> I watched half got Dr. Halfway. Zhivago.
1: <laughs> I was like, we need to stop now. Yeah, that was long. <laughs> it was It was. It was rough. Okay. That was our second film of the day though.
0: It was after Fast Times. We watched
1: Fast Times, which is a lot of – it's very different <laughs> it's very pace. Very different. Yeah, very different pace. All right, so your last question. What animated classic was the first film of the late 20th century Disney Renaissance? Jesus! I'll give you a hint. They're about to do a live action of it.
0: Oh, um, wait, is it Moana?
1: No, oh, I've
0: got no idea with time. The Little the Mermaid. Oh, okay. You said late twentieth, and I was like, I'm lost. I don't know when that was. Twentieth century. <laughs> when is that? Is that, <laughs>
1: is that the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> so it was also a history lesson as well as a question. It was. And Look, and I'm uh, not
0: great on time. I'm great on all the things.
1: I think we got one each.
0: Yeah, we did all right. We
1: didn't do too well this week. There oh. were harder questions. I'll be honest. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I learned something about Charlie Chapman.
0: I learned something about (laughs) time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And history. All righty. So we're going to get into the news now. We've got a little bit to go through in terms of what's happened this week. All righty. So Futurama Season 11 has been given the official premiere date at its new home of Hulu on July 24th. The complete original cast is set to return after negotiations with John DiMaggio came to a financial agreement to be in the show as well. Future Emma has been cancelled twice before, both in 2003 and again in 2013. So this is its third run.
0: Yeah, I'm like, is like, I know that we love reboots, like we love and love reboots, but from a perspective, just reading that, I'm like, is this a good choice?
1: I don't know because for me, I've seen the first initial run, which was like it was like 2000 to 2003. Mm. It's like four seasons.
0: I remember watching a lot of it in parts on TV as Mm. a kid. Yeah.
1: And I thought that was phenomenal. I think I, at that period of time mm. I liked it more than probably The Simpsons. It worked. It yeah. was really and well And it done. had a really final episode that kind of left on a really touching note. Um, and then they kind of rebooted it again and did a couple of movies mm. about five, ten years later. And then they did a couple more seasons and then obviously it ended in 2013 for the second run. But now they've decided again, ten years again, again later, they're going to try a third time.
0: Uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how I it guess. goes.
1: Obviously, they came to agreement with all the original cast, which is great. I'm glad they didn't have to recast. Yeah, them no, after it's that. It's good at least They'll for have that. the same feel. But it's doing the same thing with what Simpsons is doing now. They're just trying to bring in really relevant things into the stories. Like, I think they've said that one of the episodes is going to be based on crypto and that mm. kind of thing. And I'm like, just try and tell an original story. That's what really sold the Simpsons, and it's what's really good when Futurama does yeah. it as well. Because when you try and just do relevant things that's in the, like, whatever the zeitgeist is at the moment, it just, it doesn't hold its value when you go see it two years later. No, it doesn't,
0: like, hold up in time.
1: No, it doesn't. It just, it just yeah. becomes irrelevant. And it's just like, ugh, it's hard to watch those t- particular type of episodes. Yeah, because you know
0: what they're doing.
1: I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see how this goes on July 24th.
0: We shall. All right. Well, Mortal Kombat 2 is about to start production with the next couple months in Queensland, which is kind of cool. So, it's shooting on the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I believe that's where they shot the first one as well. Mm. It was either here or in Adelaide, I think. Yeah. I think it was Adelaide for the first one. But both were um, Australian productions, which is great for the you know, industry yeah, here in Australia. Yeah,
0: America. So That's yeah, fantastic.
1: Cool. Have you seen the first one?
0: I haven't. Mm. I did work with one of the actresses on her showreel back at uni, though. So. I think
1: you told me about this. It was one yeah. of the background characters. Yeah. One um, of the fighters still, but yeah. just not a, the prominent ones. Yeah, I mean,
0: I worked with her briefly with show yeah. showreels and stuff. And then yeah. I went to TAFE with her sister.
1: Yeah, right, so small world. Yeah, really small world. Um, I kind of like the first one. It's like, look, pretty bare bones in terms of plot, but it was entertaining to say the least. I was thoroughly enjoyed by it.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those like enjoyable films. It doesn't have to be yeah. more than it is. Yeah. It knows what
1: it is. And I think the second one will be more of the same, which is, you know, I'll probably go cool. see it because of that. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. It's good yeah. to hear that it's in Australia again. It's yeah,
0: really so Disney is going to pull over 50 show uh, fifty TV shows and movies from their Disney Plus and Hulu, because in America it's separate yeah. um, this month, which...
1: You've got the list I mean, of titles. is it a good
0: choice? Probably not, but they're doing it anyway. So there's a bunch you know of what, stuff.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what particular like, ones they're going to be um,
0: dropping? A lot of like older stuff, like Turner and Hooch, and like there's like Mighty oh, Ducks really? Game Changers they're pulling. Is that is um, the new one? <laughs> I think it might be. That
1: didn't um, do well.
0: They're pulling a bunch of like Marvel stuff, it's Cheap by the Dozen remakes go- going, Stargirl, oh. um, Rosaline, which was like a – yeah, Shakespeare thing. Yep. I haven't seen that, but we need to watch it because it's gonna go. So it's not They're far off pulling getting pulled. Willow as well, and have that's we already, a,
1: Have we got a reason for it? N-
0: well, so it's only been on on Disney Plus for about six months. One of the the, the writer Willow, yeah. tweeted about it, being mm. like, "What the hell? Like, we make this content, we put our hearts into it, and you yeah. give us six months and you pull it." But um, I don't see
1: what the reason is to take it down. Yeah,
0: there's no like official reason. for from what I can understand, like they're pulling a bunch off Hulu as well that's been yeah. on there for a while.
1: Pretty licensing agreements or Well,
0: something. there's Twitter theory, and I'm yeah. saying that because I don't know it's the truth an of any of It's not an official statement or anything. It's yeah, just what Yeah, that saying. it's, you know, with all the writer's strikes and stuff, it they're going to blo- have to start okay. paying residuals. Right. So you got to pull it so you don't have to pay people.
1: That's wild. Yeah. That's what it will probably be Yeah, then. look, I'd yeah. be
0: inclined to believe it.
1: We'll see Can't how that goes. Sure. If it might go back up after the writer's strike comes to an agreement, it could yeah come back on production. who knows
0: but i just think stop pulling stuff you're making like yeah. you can't get physical media anymore
1: no it's a lot harder to, it's a, a lot of those are yeah. just digital so when they're taken down you can't get them anywhere
0: no and it's happened it happened before as mm. well with i think like when the wb took over yeah they pulled a lot of the content and these yeah. poor creators are just like i i cannot find myself i can't show my kid my stuff, my like, stuff like, i don't yeah. have a copy of it a copy of my yeah. work which it's is wild nuts. to think about right yeah.
1: like i worked on that i want the final product yeah it's Next thing is a teaser trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 released alongside the Fast X trailer like movie this mm-hmm. week. Uh, it was showcased a behind-the-scenes um, of a stunt that Tom Cruise was performing for the film. It goes for about 10, 15 minutes, actually, while you're in there seeing the trailers. Uh, it was while he was doing a uh, motorbike stunt, Um, in Sweden over like a cliff, and he literally freebases jumps off this cliff probably about 15 times just to get the timing right of when he's on the bike for it. They have to wait for like weather, timing, lighting, and it showcases him actually doing the motorbike stunt behind the scenes that's type really things cool. of him doing it. And then obviously parachuting away that's and how sick. he made it. Cause he obviously does his own yeah. stunts, but they showcase that as like the drive, wanting you to want to go see this film. And then they did like a little 30 cent teaser of like the whole film after that. Like that's pretty little cool. Little snippets of the film. And it was really cool. I like cool. that. It's really but
0: also his body has to be going to Scientology.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> you said, it's like, it's insane. And he was like so stoked to jump off the cliff. He's like, yep, got it. Let's do it again. It's like, he's so into it. It's uh, wild. I
0: mean, look, good for him, man. Yeah.
1: So that movie releases on July 12th in cinemas. There's
0: a lot coming up.
1: Yeah, it's a big Mm. summer in America, so this is when we get the big movies. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, exciting.
0: Yeah, so this week we're going to talk all things rom-coms.
1: Yes, we're doing the old-fashioned rom-coms. Yeah,
0: do you like rom-coms, Shannon? Tell me.
1: I like a couple of them. I think there's a couple that work really well, and there's a couple that uh, quote-unquote cringe. So There's a few I do like, and the reasons why it's just it's simple you really relate to the characters, and you kind of want them to get together at the end. And you're like, "Yeah, cool, I relate yeah, to that."
0: I've seen surprisingly a lot of rom coms. Yeah, I didn't you're probably the expert on this
1: one this week. A
0: couple years ago, and I was talking to my friend um, Nadia, and she's like, "I think you've seen more than me," and she loves rom coms. And I am yeah. I'm, I'm not a person that thinks no, I like rom coms. No, you personally, most it people would be don't surprising. think I've seen a rom com. No.
1: So what do you what do you like about rom coms?
0: I don't even know what I just the some of the films, especially. A lot of the ones, sort of like '90s, that kind of thing. They just, they were just fun.
1: The golden age of rom coms.
0: Yeah, there's just something about them yeah. that they're like endearing, kind of. Some yeah. Of the, like some of the dialogue is just hilarious. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. They're just easy watches. There's a
1: lot of tropes from that golden age mm. as well. I was kind of looking into like tropes of the of the genre that yeah. comes up in like every single movie. So you got like obviously the couple starting at odds, yeah, they're usually from different worlds or have competing goals um, or they simply just don't get along. And that is like – it's like showcases like friction so therefore it's like they've got a nice spark there. It's like they're – yeah. Yeah,
0: they're age-old like enemies to lovers. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Like that's a huge trope in there. It's like a misunderstanding or deception is usually one of them as well because it goes along with the fact they're usually with – they're trying to be something they're not mm-hmm. with a particular other partner they're with yep. in the movie – And then they realize, oh, I'm actually not right for that because I'm not trying to be myself. This other person's perfect for me. Yeah, I'm myself, and look, there's my soulmate. Yeah,
0: Yeah. like like it's ridiculous to say out loud, but.
1: That's that's exactly right. Um, There's usually, it's usually female based Mm -hmm. lead, generally, not all the time, but generally, especially the 90s ones.
0: Yeah, they're chick flicks. They need to sell something Uh, to women. Women don't want anything but rom coms. Yeah,
1: so it's usually like this, you know, adorable heroine character. Um, generally, played by the same type of actresses. Mm-hmm. You know, you make Ryan's, you Julia Roberts, stuff like that. Um, and then generally, you know, they're adorable. Oh, they've got charming flaws. Yeah. And you kind of relate to that from, you know, a chick flick style. Yeah. I think Bridget Jones's Diary,
0: which I don't know if I've seen all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It's I, it's
0: actually surprisingly no.
1: pretty good as one of the rom coms I actually don't I think mind I have.
0: It. I don't think I've seen like the second one.
1: There's three. Yeah, I know this story. I don't think I've seen that one either. I don't think you have to worry about the baby one. But it's the whole thing like she's trying to get with one person and then realises, oh, never right for me. I might have seen it. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Like rom-coms are one of those ones for me where they were on the TV a lot growing up and you'd see them in parts. Yeah, because you you miss were, it. Yeah, because on.
1: Back in the nineties or like late or early two thousands, yeah. free to air was all the time. It was always what they put on the, the movie on free to air was rom like ROMCOM. Friday or Saturday it was night. a safe bet, right? Yeah. Like some people are gonna sit down and watch it.
0: And they probably had the you know the rights for that and nothing else. So yeah, they just, exactly. Yeah, rehash them a lot.
1: General another trope was you know zane, zany side characters mm-hmm. like there would always be like a weird best friend, like yep. generally being the comic relief character who would always be there as like the person to bounce off the problems with the main character to. They're always available to have that conversation, yep. you know? like it, Yeah. There's always characters like that.
0: So I had a look on No Film School just to get it really succinct for yes. you guys at home. Yeah. For it to be a rom-com, it needs three basic things. Yes. um, The plot needs to be centred around a love story, so if you take that out, there's no real plot. It's, yeah. Um, does it make you laugh more than it makes you cry? Because there's a lot of romance comedy drama films.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. a different genre. A di-
0: like is it different? Yeah. And then the last one is if you pull the lo- yeah, like, love story out, is there still a movie? No, that's not. So that's kind of-
1: Well, the whole thing collapsed.
0: Yeah. The yeah. quintessential, this is a rom-com. That's what makes it a romantic yeah. comedy.
1: I looked into this a little bit as well. Like um, a lot of the 90s style movies still kind of took the structure around them, kind of like idea of marriage theory, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know- oh, Everything's based on the story, based on you know, those really old novels or Shakespearean stuff. Like, think of um, Jane Austen novels, mm-hmm. where it's like you got to find, a, yeah. you know, a husband. Like that's the de- entire drive of basically females back in the day. Yeah, um, and it's kind of built into the '90s stories, it which is like, is, oh, find yeah. a partner. That's their whole central drive of the character. Yeah, like with, there's other things involved, like work and you know, stuff like that. But it's basically the drive of the movie.
0: Yeah, look, don't get me wrong. Romcoms typically have always been
1: problematic. Very problematic.
0: <laughs> Um, and sometimes you can look past it, sometimes you can't, and sometimes you just need to have critical thinking and be like, yeah. I enjoy this, this is a fun movie. But yeah. also, that's not a good moral we should be doing no. in real life.
1: No, a lot yeah. of...
0: They're fairy tales, and fairy are. tales typically were always kind of Because if you just
1: think about like the way these people would act if it was a real-life scenario rather than a fairy tale, yeah, it, it's very strange. Like, oh, I moved across the country for this... Boy, it's like, that's kind of weird. You'd be
0: like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, that's kind of stalkerish. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Th-
0: like there's a lot wrong There's with a them. lot
1: of like that, yeah. like running to the airport to catch them before they mm-hmm. leave, that kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, trapping them on the plane. Yeah. It, it's me, it's now or never, yeah. Like, yeah. you know.
1: But things like that. Like, it's fun. Uh, like we said from um, sleepers in Seattle, like she literally flies out to um, wherever they're staying. Yeah. I don't think they're in Seattle at that point. but They're um, in
0: New York. Because they go to New York. Well, they do it because she writes. The, yeah, on but a remember before how that. she goes and yeah. goes
1: and literally just watches them. Yeah, it's weird. And when he she's across the road, the yeah. car nearly hits her. He notices her. It's just like yeah. that's if that was a normal person, you're actually stalking.
0: Yeah, it's
1: yeah, yeah, it's a bit b- bizarre. So yeah. like they do ta- have that kind of like love story fantasy. Yeah, for like, sure. And that's why they were relatable because they just they're just grounded enough for mm-hmm. you to go oh, I could see myself in that character. Oh, there's parts of me that's like that. And then you essentially want that character to find love because you relate to like wanting that essential outcome as well.
0: Yeah, and I found a point from um, Nora Ephron who wrote Sleepless in Seattle because I wasn't super charmed by it, but I found this and I thought I'd tell you because I think you'd like it. Yeah. So while making the film, she was like focused on its long-term legacy. Yeah, And there's a quote that says, our dream was to make a movie about how movies screw up your brain about love. Mm. And then if we did a good job, we would become one of the movies that would screw, screw up people's up br- brains about yeah. love forever. And they did it.
1: They nailed it. Yeah. They did it.
0: And after seeing that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I didn't love makes, this film, but I get this film. Get and I love now, your makes, work in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It makes more sense. Yeah. Because they they quote, there's like another movie in the movie that the, yeah. the main character is constantly and watching. And they're fair to remember, which yeah. I've not seen. Because they go to New York and go up the yeah. Tower. So Uffel Tower. Empire State State Building. I was close there. Shannon
0: doesn't know geography, it's all right.
1: Buildings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so at the end of the film, obviously, um, Meg Ryan's character writes a note to try and get Tom Hanks' character to meet on Valentine's Day at the top of the Empire State Building. Um, A few different things happen, but they end up getting there at the same time. Yeah. Um, I didn't relate to her character being like the ideal kind of lead. Because she kind of, like, dogs her boyfriend slash fiancé yeah. the entire time. Yeah, like, yeah. he's actually not a bad character. He was actually quite lovely.
0: He was, yeah, he was, was just, He was completely fine. fine. Yeah. And he,
1: he was probably not, like, amazing. Like, he wasn't very standoutish. ish no. But he was not a bad character. And she just the whole time is just thinking about this other person who she's never met before. Yeah. It's like, what if him? What if him? And then... You're it's just thinking, really oh, you're kind of not a really good person in this film. Yeah, to be honest. Kind of By these odd. standards these days, I don't know. I just didn't – and in the end, like, he buys her a ring, like, really nicely mm-hmm. and obviously gets it resized and everything. And she's like, "That's great, and then just walks off. And then, like, the next scene, she's like, I can't do this. Yeah. Sorry. Um,
0: Her and Tom Hanks, like, yeah. the Hanks, Tom Hanks' character, yeah. they spend about two minutes together on screen. Yeah. They don't have screen yeah. time, really. Because it's,
1: it's caught between her story in wherever she is. Yeah. And, and he's in Seattle.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's yeah, and then yeah, I don't think it's a great example of like it is a rom com. Yeah, but it, there's so many stronger examples. like yeah. when Harry met Sally,
0: which I love.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, from the 90s in particular, I made a little bit of a list of notable rom coms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Harry met Sally, um, The Big Sick, which I watched. Uh, I'll go and talk to that later. Easy A, mm-hmm. uh, Love Rosie.
0: I have not seen Love Rosie.
1: That's a Lily Collins one. So I I'm going to get into that a little bit later.
0: Please do.
1: 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Huge Which leak. is Shakespeare. I was about to say, I was mm-hmm. about Shakespeare based on Shakespeare. Uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. Clueless. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's
0: a weird... I don't, I don't,
1: and then she has that epiphany. I love Josh. I'm just like... I love Josh. Hang on.
0: You're related. They don't talk about that
1: enough. Step Step Brothers, yeah. by not marriage.
0: Yeah. It's still weird.
1: It is strange. It's also Paul Rudd. Yeah, from the '90s. No one talks about it. Looks like it hasn't changed. No one talks about that. No, everyone just glosses over the fact that they're step brother and sister.
0: It's yeah, I found that weird when I watched it. Finally,
1: Uh, say anything. Mm -hmm. Another one. It's the one where he holds the boombox. The iconic boombox. Yeah, I've not seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen that one. Uh, I've seen that scene obviously a thousand times. Well, yeah, everyone has. Uh, Sixteen candles.
0: Yes, I don't think I've seen sixteen candles. I've I've seen.
1: I've seen nearly every other Rat Pack movie. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, that one I haven't. No, it's got um. The side zany character is the guy out of Two and a Half Men. I just can't remember his name.
0: Oh, um, the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I
1: can't remember I his also name. thought
0: he was in Um Pretty in Pink.
1: I think he is. He is in Pretty in Pink yeah. as well, I yeah. He's in both because he was a part of that Rat Pack at that time. Um, and the last one I kind of wrote down just because I thought about it, it was 51st Dates.
0: Yes, I'm going to talk about that later.
1: I think that's a great film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: That was my, like, rom-com I've seen the most, I think. And not by choice. <laughs> just it was one of those ones that was on – Every week, or yeah. at least it felt like it. Maybe it's not the one so I've seen the most, but it feels like the one I've seen the most.
1: I think it's probably up there with one of the ones I've seen the most as well. Uh, it was an Adam Sandler era. It was about the what two thousand and four, five. I, I think, think it so. came yeah, out. Yeah,
0: him and Drew Barrymore. Yep.
1: I think I had it on DVD at one point, and I watched that a fair bit. And I just didn't mind it. Also, Hawaii. So yeah,
0: it was two thousand and four. You got it. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, set in Hawaii. Um, she's obviously got amnesia from a car accident, and she only remembers one, the, the literally day before. Uh, really ridiculous premise when it's you so actually ridiculous. think about it, but it made for a great rom-com. It did. It really did. Because I think those two actually work really well together. That's yeah. why they've done a few movies. here, like blended and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I just love the setting. Why yeah. is like my prime destination? I could live there. And the side character is Sam out of Lord of the Rings. That's right. It or is. He's the muscle b- uh, brother. Yes. It's yes. fantastic. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. He's got the lisp as well. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs>
0: I'd totally forgotten yeah, that. Yeah,
1: it's really good. Um, so that's probably the one I've seen as well the most. The other one, I've seen um, 10 Things I Hate About You a couple of times as well.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it for a while, but I've yeah. definitely seen it a few times. I love Alice and Janie in there as the yeah. perverted. Well, she's not perverted, but she's writing perverted
1: fiction at school. What era would you say would be your favourite in terms of rom-coms? I Like now, 90s, earlier than 90s, because it's definitely the 60s and Yeah, and I'm not sure.
0: I think the ones that I've seen the the most and have had an impact on me because of that has mostly been like the 90s 2000s yeah okay. which I thought was definitely sort of like 80s 90s but then having written them all down and had a look at sort of like when they were made probably yeah. like 2000s I think yeah but I think that's because I was growing up with them on TV and seeing them a lot more than yeah. the rest of them yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd say I'd say the 90s for me. Mm. Those ones in particular, like the yeah, 10 things I hate about you and, and clueless and stuff like that. Just give them my age bracket. Yeah. yeah they kind of they were, they were around when I was a kid. Um I don't mind a few of the modern ones. Modern ones are very different from it's the It's hard because ones.
0: they're not problematic.
1: They're done which, in a different way. They're relating to modern day relationships, which mm. is a lot less monogamous. Yeah. The way that just the, way the world is now. So they had to set it up and change the formula of the story just to relate to that. Like if you look at like things like Trainwreck, like the woman goes around and she sleeps around, which is you know, fine in that. But um, the, the guy is the real monogamous character and they've that's how they come from two I haven't different, seen different worlds. It's actually really good. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that actress. I forget her Amy name. Schumer? Yes. I'm um, not a huge fan, but I thought that was a really good film.
0: Yeah, Bill, Bill
1: Hader's in it as the as the guy.
0: Yeah, the fact that like... Now, everything's so online. Yes. It's really hard to write films mm-hmm. when everything is revolved around a new phone. Like, it just doesn't work in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's hard yeah, to do Yeah. It's
1: hard to, yeah, hard to do it. Before um, you
0: could do, like, you know, they meet in a coffee shop or they, they meet yeah. here by chance and, and that kind of thing. And it felt yeah, more realistic. The fact
1: that but everyone's got, like, everything on their phone yeah, to access and they used anyone to be like, else in oh, the world who's
0: he and then it would be like you know they're, they're figuring it out now yeah. it's like you go on facebook and you, you can find can out their find whole life. anything about anyone yeah it's very
1: different yeah and um a lot of like rom-coms like w- rom-coms initially was like okay the end goal is them getting together the yep. the couple getting together and then the movie was the journey yeah a lot of like rom-coms these days it's like It's actually the character finding love within themselves. Yeah. So if you think of, like, movies like How to Stay Single and stuff like that, it's, like, the characters realise they don't need that other character. Yeah. They can love themselves first. Which is
0: good, but hard for a genre. It's hard. In the same way. Yet again, it was about the
1: journey before the ending. Yeah. Because a lot of rom-coms have that issue. You see them get together, have that kiss, movie ends. That's it. That's it. Because that's
0: the whole thing. They get the fairy tale in the end.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but also, like... Will do they it, want it? Yeah. Will it work? Will it? No. You don't You know. don't know. You don't really know what the outcome will and be. And I
0: think that's why rom-coms don't typically have sequels. Yes. Because th- that's the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, it, you know, you're left up to your interpretation of how it's going to go. And most mm-hmm. people will just go happily ever after, right? Like in my yeah. mind, yep, yeah, that worked out. I don't want to think about it further. So that's the difference between, I guess, the 90s, early 2000s ones or earlier to like movies now. The yeah. way they do it. It's kind of like. Yeah, it's just a different way of telling the story because obviously society's changed a mm-hmm. little bit.
0: Heaps. What yeah. is your favourite rom-com? Love Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that maybe because of who's no, in it? No, it's not. Okay. It's
1: actually not. Like I, I ended up watching Love Rosie because, yes, uh, Lily Collins is in it. I mm-hmm. was down the deep, dark hole of watching all her films. so That's where I checked this one out. No, I just really liked it. It was a really different take on essentially that thing where it is like, uh, you want to end up with that particular guy? It's based on a book called uh, "Where Rainbows End" uh, by Cecilia Ahern. This this one came out in 2014, mm-hmm. so I, I watched it a couple of years ago. And it's about this couple. they are like really best friends. She kisses him while they're drunk. The next morning, she forgets it all happened, so he just dismisses her like romantic feelings. They all go to the prom, like whatever the UK one, because it's a UK movie. Um, to the prom with different people because they're assumed they didn't like each other. Rosie character ends up pregnant, oh, because she sleeps with the person she went with. Yeah. Um, uses protection, it just doesn't work, mm-hmm. so she's all safe in that. But ends up getting pregnant. Doesn't tell the best friend love interest character because uh, he goes to. They were both supposed to go to uh, uni together. Only he goes. She stays in town. They don't say see each other for five years. He finds out she's got a kid, and it's just like re- it's like these all like re- it's more real. Yeah, I think that's why it's all real. Um, in terms of like these this this situation could actually happen, like to actual real people. Yeah. So they have a few misunderstandings throughout the rest of the film. She ends up getting back with the father character who of the yeah. of the child because they make try to make it work doesn't work. He's kind of a dick actually. He gets really drunk and makes scenes all the time. Oh yeah. And he's seeing other people on the side as well. He's a really bad character. In the end, they both realise their feelings towards the end because they, you know, come together again. And, yeah, they settle down together. They realise it takes them like 10, 15 years. This story goes for 10, 15 years. Oh, that's cool. It's one of those ones. It's one of those ones where it kind of skips through parts of the story. And, yeah, I just really liked it because it was like, oh, it's just grounded. I just really enjoyed it.
0: I think my favourite Rom com is almost the exact opposite. To yes. you. It's not grounded. Yeah. Um. I think my favorite's Pretty Woman.
1: Oh from, yes. Um, Julie yeah. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Richard
0: Gere. I think it was like the first one I watched that I really loved. It's just ridiculous. The dialogue's amazing. Is in it. Is that
1: the one where he clamps down the neck? Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. That was a because that a was ad libbed. Yeah. yeah. It was not planned. You need
0: to watch it. It is. I haven't, seen it. I haven't seen it. It's honestly fantastic. Basically, like it was originally written as I think a movie called Three Thousand. I've got the screenplay somewhere. Yeah. It's very dark. It's not rom-com.
1: Do they change it?
0: Yeah, they um, made it a rom-com. Yep. And um, basically, she's a prostitute. She's on the street. Yep. She yep. picks him up. Yep. He's come from this party. Spend, not, about really together, right? yeah, they yeah. spend about a week together,
1: right?
0: Yeah, they spend about a week because he picks her up. They go to this swanky mm. hotel. And, yep. Do the deed and, and then... Yeah, well, I don't even think they do oh. on the first... I can't remember exactly, yeah, but okay. yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah, all this stuff. And then she's got this best friend, Kit DeLuca, who's amazing, who kind of has all these rules for her, like, And especially, you don't kiss him on the mouth. Because then you fall in love with them, Yeah. And you can't fall in love with him. um. But anyway, she ends up spending the week because yeah. he offers her, I think it's like $8,000. They haggle and, and so she's like, shit, I'm going to spend the week with him. He gives her money. She gets stressed out, blah, blah, yeah. blah. The whole thing happens. Um, You know, there's a couple couple moments that aren't like the greatest. You know, they have disagreements for yeah. whatever reason. Well,
1: they've got to have that climatic mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. Realize I don't want to
0: spoil it because it's worth like watching, watching. Yeah, the okay. specific bits. At the end... Yeah, like, her friend Kit comes over, they have this chat, and then, you know, it goes from... I don't want to spoil it, because it's really
1: good. Okay. I will watch it, It so...
0: It's so funny. I remember watching it with my mum, and she thought I was super innocent. I think I was, like, 14 or 15, so I I knew things, but she Mm -mm. thought I was, like, doesn't know anything. And I remember her getting, like, antsy when it's, like, are they going to have sex? And she's, Mm -hmm. like, do I stop this? And I was, like, oh,
1: Jesus. Just leave it And there
0: were so many lines in it that are so funny. And I had to like bite my tongue because I didn't want her to know that I understood. Mm-hmm.
1: you know, like, mm, just what? I, f- yeah, no, face. they're so
0: good. The dialogue's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's a moment once with um Kit DeLuca, her friend.
1: Yeah, and yeah. um
0: she's in the lobby and these old people are like looking at her like, oh my god, like she doesn't belong here. And she just goes, 50 bucks, grandpa, for 75, the wife can watch.
1: <laughs> it's so good. That's great. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of those kind of ones. So yeah, okay. Yeah, you've got to watch it.
1: When did, you, when did you watch that? 14, 15? I think it was like
0: 14 or 15. Have you seen it since? Yeah, heaps. Yeah, okay. Well, like a couple times. You've watched but it, But that's yeah. a lot for me and rom-coms. Yeah. yeah.
1: Surprisingly, I love The Big Sick. That's the one I watched last night. It's got um, Kumail Njami. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is Demokami? that comedian? Yeah. And it's actually a real life telling of how he met his wife. Oh. It's like a real life story based on his life. He's doing stand-up. She heckles him at one of the shows. That's amazing. And um, they meet at the bar after obviously the show and talk about the heckling and stuff. And they build a relationship off that. Um, She ends up getting terminally ill in the next couple of months. And she's got this um, adult-onset stills disease, but they don't know that. They have to put her into a medically-induced coma. Now, just before the coma, there was, like, a catalyst in the movie where, like, they have an argument, they actually break up, then she falls in the coma. I don't know if that happened in real life, but essentially it's a drive of mm-hmm. the movie. And she's puts in, a, he puts her in a coma, like, he officially signs off on it because he realises yeah. she's sick, so he comes and sees her, does it. Um, and that's the first time he meets her parents. Oh. So... They don't really like him at the start because obviously he found out all the problematic things that he kind of went through when they had the breakup. And then it builds that relationship. So most of the film, you're actually building the relationship between her parents and him. That's really cool. And it's really good. I want to watch it. uh, It's got Holly Hunter and Mm -hmm. Ray Romano as the two parents of of, um, Emily's character. And um, yeah, it's a building relationship of that during the whole time she's in the coma. And also the same time, He's working with his cultural differences, being Pakistani, and also dating a white girl because he never told his parents about her. Oh, okay. The whole time, yeah. So his parents are trying to set him up with arranged marriages yeah. this whole time. Um, so he's going over the house, and oh, the parents are like, oh, when, who's that at the door? And then they come in yeah. to try and arrange this marriage. And so it's him coming to his cultural differences with his parents so the whole like the whole way through. He's got a, he trying to he's avoiding the thing. He's avoiding like telling him I I don't know what I believe in. Because they don't want to insult Islam in any way in the filmmaking, yeah. um, so he he essentially just goes, "Look, I don't know what I believe. I haven't been praying, and I have been seeing a white girl, and that's and that's where I've been with my life. I wish I could tell you, but you couldn't allow me to tell you." Yeah. So those cultural differences it happens a lot. Really well yeah. done, and um, I think that's because it is his story, like it is mm. um, Kumal's story, and yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Obviously, she comes out of the coma. Yeah she doesn't remember or see the things that he's done while she's been sleeping. Mm-hmm. And um, so they have to build that relationship towards the end. Doing stand-up again, she starts heckling and it kind of finishes with them smiling at each other. So yeah, it I kind of comes that. out. It's really good. That's really cool. Yeah. So I quite enjoyed it. It was um, produced by Jud- Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. So it's got him b- backing it as well. He's cool. It's fantastic. There's so many good ones. Go Bo Berman in it as randomly as oh. well. It's so got a few comedians in it as well. It's yeah, because
0: really stand up friends, probably. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. What is a rom com that everyone loves and you can't stand? Because I've got an answer for this one. You do? Mm.
1: Oh, I don't know about that one. Let me think. Do you want me to tell you mine? You go first. Yeah.
0: Mine is The Notebook 2004. Oh! Super controversial. Everyone told me you got to watch The Notebook for years. Yep. The Notebook. It's the best love story. you got to watch it. Got to watch it. Got to watch it. I watched it. No. Nah, nah,
1: na- no. Not you. for me didn't get it was it the characters was it just the story because it's based it was, on a book
0: i think it was the characters yeah and it wasn't super charming either she's like she's a lot too mm. yeah she's a lot she like abuses him he's like i'm oh, still yeah. gonna make this house like i just don't he, understand why that he goes is, through a lot
1: building the house and that and yeah. then still trying to win her over it's and like, i
0: just don't understand why that is the one that all the girls are like this is the it, pinnacle of romance
1: i think it's because of the old the, the current timeline, like old, when they're no, old. And
0: that bit, I get that. I yeah. get that as a story but point. I think because
1: it comes back center, you yeah. just go, oh, that makes sense. It's full circle. But yeah. no, it
0: wasn't for, not, not for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that one. But yeah, I just. Yeah, I mean,
1: everyone loves Ryan Gosling. Everyone yeah. loves.
0: Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, and I love them too, but just.
1: You just didn't wasn't love that one. Me.
0: Yeah, I can't really. Th-
1: I'm trying to think of one that I didn't love.
0: What would be your favorite unconventional oh. rom-com?
1: unconventional
0: yeah one that's a little a little different maybe one you didn't think hey this is a rom-com or something like that
1: probably train wreck yeah yeah the one i mentioned earlier train because you know i think it's more advertised as a um comedy than it is like a rom-com and i just thought when it introduces that fact that it is also a rom-com it plays it up really well i think it's really good bill hated does a phenomenal job as the male lead in that one it's got uh, randomly LeBron James in it as because he's like really? he's like a sports therapist or something. Right. So he works really closely with the NBA players and she gets taken along to an NBA game by him and she's like seated next to like LeBron James in one scene and he's, he plays this comedic timing really well and he's like, just don't hurt him. And she just he just stares at her and she's like, I won't. He just keeps staring <laughs> at her. It's just really well done. So the, com- the comedy is really hammed up. It's really good. That's cool. And I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, so what's your yeah. unconventional Um, rom-com?
0: Mine would be Harold and Maud. Oh, okay. Now, That's an older ab- one, right? I, yeah, yeah, it's from um 1971. I kind Ooh, of forgot okay. about it. Yeah, it's written and directed by Hal Ashby. It's fantastic. Mm. I was going through like a bunch of like a list of rom-coms just to get an idea for yeah. this podcast this week. And it came up and I was like, oh my God, it is a rom-com. And I kind of yeah, forgot okay. about it in that sense. So. Yeah, it's so good. It's the weirdest film I've seen in a in a while. Yeah. Um, I watched it years ago. It's about this young guy, Harold, he's like early twenties, and he's just just unfulfilled with life. He just doesn't find any joy in life. His whole like hobbyism is like he fakes and there's trigger warning, but he fakes his own suicide. Oh, okay. All the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um his mum will just walk in and be like, Harold, get out of the pool mm. and he's just, you know, pretending to be drowned and stuff like that. Anyway, so that's his that's his shtick, yeah. and he goes to a funeral, and there's this really sprightly elderly lady. Yeah, he's all dressed up in colors and all this sorts of stuff, and she's like, Psst, <laughs> Psst, "Do you know them?" kind of thing, and he's mm. like, "No, what are, what are you doing what here?" Do you mean? Anyway, they strike up this sort of friendship that then turns into kind of a romance. Okay, because she's like, Harold, you have got to live.
1: You got to live. You're like, you're yeah,
0: you're so young. You've got all this life in you. Life's kind of good. Mm. But it's not like, it's not cheesy in any way. It's just fantastic. The whole thing is scored by, um, well not scored, the soundtrack is Cat Stevens.
1: Oh, Cat Stevens is fantastic. It's,
0: it's an amazing film. And I don't want to sort of tell the ending because it's yeah, worth watching. watching it, but if yeah. anyone can find it, because it is one that's hard to come by now. Yeah. Just watch it. It's it's a beautiful film, but it's also just funny, bizarre. Yeah. I think, I, I think my mum borrowed it once and was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, well, I didn't tell you to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. It's a good one. You should definitely watch it if you can find it.
1: Yeah, okay. I like,
0: I mean, I'll give you a copy, yeah, but
1: Yeah, I'll borrow yours.
0: Listeners, yeah, if you can <laughs> yeah. find it, it's worth a watch.
1: Um I've got another one that is kind of unconventional and I kind of just realized now that it's that it is a rom-com. It's called Palm Springs.
0: Oh yeah, I have not seen it yet.
1: It's come out It came out in 2020. It's yep. on Amazon Prime and it's it stars um Andy Samberg and Christian Mullady. Mm-hmm. And it's it's essentially it's a time loop movie. Where they get stuck in a certain day together, and it's a, definitely a comedy. So because it's Andy Samberg, and it's really good. He this guy's like obviously caught in a time loop where he has to go to a wedding every every day, and oh my God. Uh, he's the only one caught in the time loop. Yep. And then she sparks a conversation up with him at the start of the wedding, which um, they obviously click, they hook up, and then there's this cave. And when they go in the cave, that's how he get caught in the loop. I know it's a bit. Supernatural. it's just essentially a a, um, drive to drive the story so she she follows him in there one night when they see each other so she gets caught in the loop as well and comedy ensues from that just basically like how could you you were stuck in this why did you take me in Um, so they get caught in the time loop together so they obviously build a relationship up from doing that over and over and over again they just you know get to know each other she wants to get out of it, but he's obviously just wants to stay in it because it's, just like, it's what he knows. He's got her here now, and, yeah, there's no variables. Anyway, they have an argument based on the fact that, um obviously, they slept together and they've gotten to know each other. He's, like, it's not the first time we've slept together. We've slept together hundreds of times before. Oh, no. So it's, like, that breaking, like, wall. Yeah. Because, obviously, he's stuck in the time loop, but yeah. he just keeps meeting her at the In thing. different then, times, yeah. The next time, obviously... They come back, she doesn't remember. So that kind of like breaks her character a little bit and they go off and they do different things. So she's determined to get out of this loop. They work out a way too. He admits that life would be better on the outside of the loop with her and they get out. Anyway, it was really well done. The comedy's awesome. It's definitely worth she- seeing. It's got, um. who else is it? J.K. Simmons is also in it. He's great. He's like this weird hunter character who's actually <laughs> like – there to kill them, and so obviously, even oh, though they're like a di- bounty hunter type, yeah, he's like, well, he's stuck in the loop as well, and he blames Andy Sandberg, so he just comes down and kills That's him amazing. like every day, and I mean, like chases not him, not for down. Andy
0: Sandberg, but yeah, yeah,
1: but obviously, every time they die, they come back into the loop as well. Um, so yeah, JK Simmons plays this absolutely crazy character called Roy, who just comes in and just <laughs> ruins a scene at that. times, and it's just like you're not expecting one thing, and you just get this completely other thing. And yeah, I just really loved their dynamic, their chemistry was really good. So that's what sold it for me.
0: I'm going to talk about one and then I'll ask you the same question yeah. after. Um, it's sort of like, you know, there's a lot of problematic rom-coms. Yes. What's one that you'll excuse? I've got one for this. Yeah, okay. It's, and I mean, look, I won't excuse it, but it is a fun film. Mm. Um, it's called Imagine Me and You. It was done in 2005. Yeah. Um, it's a rom-com between Piper, Pierre, how do you say your name?
1: Mm. The big
0: one in... She was in Coyote Ugly in Chimbo oh, Dozen. I know the one. Yeah. yeah. And then Lena Headey, Headley? Headley. Headley yeah. from Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. And it's this rom-com and basically it's like Piper's character's wedding. Mm. And um, she's walking down the aisle and she spies Lena's character who's her like doing the flowers for a wedding. Mm. She sort of makes an eye at her. Yeah. Nothing happens. She keeps walking down the aisle. She gets married to her husband. Yeah. Um, and then she ends up being like at the punch bowl for whatever reason. She loses a ring mm. in it. And who turns up to save the day but Lena's character. yeah, She sticks her hand and gets the ring. And then it's this <laughs> hilarious, like just so bizarre. It's an English rom-com. Yeah, yeah. Where those two end up falling in love.
1: Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. very weird. Like and unconventional. It's, but it's
0: so well done. In yep. the fact, like my friend, my friend Nadia, who was like, you got to watch this rom-com, you'll love it. Yeah. Um. Because she's like obsessed. With them. She's like, this is better than a lot of them. And and yeah. now I'm going to tell you to go watch these ones that aren't as good. Um. Yeah. Can't excuse it because they cheat on each other and like you know on the husband and, and yeah. whatnot. So it's kind of like. Mm. But it's just There's one of those lot British of that rom. That comes yeah. Though. A lot but it's of one of those like happens. perfect British yeah. rom com.
1: Yeah. They just types do the wit. So much yeah, better. it's really good. They're really witty. Yeah.
0: Um. Which you know you can't excuse it because you can't excuse it, but it is worth watching. Yeah. Okay. In that, yeah. Yeah, all right. Just it's out like it's yeah, it's a weird out there one. You can't find it anywhere at the moment. But
1: um, I'm trying to think of a problematic one. I mean, there's so many of the ones where they do cheat on their partners mm. and stuff. It's, it kind of comes up pretty frequently when frequent. I kind of looked it up. Yeah, most of them do. I mean, the one like my best friend's wedding. Yeah, like that one. I watched season. that
0: not that long ago, and I quite liked it. Yeah, yeah,
1: Julia Roberts Julia again. Great. She she did a lot of those during mm-hmm. the nineties as well.
0: She did one again with Richard Gere called Runaway Bride. Same yeah. director, never saw it. I think based it was just a cash film. grab. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're like, "Oh, this worked well." Pretty the first Woman time. worked.
0: Yeah, people go see it.
1: It's like, yeah. So that one's definitely problematic. <laughs> um, apparently, Bridesmaids is a rom com. Is it? Yeah. So I looked this up in terms of like how it's is structured. So it's not based on finding a romantic no partner. It's so much as like your best friend is the love interest, not like a love interest. No, I know like what you mean. Yeah, no, but that is. Relationship like female relationship, is yeah. female friendship, obviously. Her I love her best friend mate. is getting married, and that's the obviously what's going to happen to their relationship as best friends. That's
0: right. I don't remember a lot of the plot of it. I just remember laughing. Oh, it's so
1: much hysterical. It's so everyone funny. in it is brilliant. The scene where they shit themselves <laughs> yeah. with the tacos. It's so funny. It's so funny. She tries to move the ice sculpture or the sculpture, yeah. and it's not moving at all. No. It's, it's it's
0: one of the first times as well they let like, and it was like Paul Feig did it, and he's tried to do a lot of comedy since. He's done they a don't few different lands.
1: the one who time? did Ghostbusters? Yeah, he was also
0: Freaks and Geeks way back. Yeah, okay, with Linda that, well,
1: He nailed that one. Yeah, that was also fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it just. That film's just so funny. And it was the first time like women were allowed to have, you know, scenes where they just shit themselves and that not was be like
1: intense that scene. I'll yeah. say that.
0: Everyone in it is just brilliant.
1: They've also done obviously um queer rom coms mm-hmm. now with like Love Simon yeah, stuff like that. I didn't
0: love that one. Didn't you not? No. It was like, okay.
1: Like it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. I watched that on a plane, so maybe I was just because I was I had like, to like, like, it's all like like watch it. It was it
0: was sweet. Don't yeah. you know? Like it was sweet, but I just wasn't. It's based
1: on a book, hey.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I think I read the book as a teenager or I thought about reading the book as a teenager. <laughs> can't remember. There's a lot of that. A lot of that. I think it was Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda was the original right, title. Right, it's a different title. Yeah. And um, then they've done like a sequel to or a sequel series to love Simon on Netflix or something.
1: They did love Victor, which I've not seen Victor. Yeah. It's the same world, but it's kind of just a different character. Yeah. Like Um, there's a lot of
0: queer ones, which I guess is kind of, um, that's the one I mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like they did happiest season, which was clear Duvall, who was famous for bottom of cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah, She directed that one. I like that one. Yeah. A lot of people hated it.
1: Really, why is that? Yeah,
0: because they wanted like a real rom com, you know, like just a real like oh, fun like rom com, mis-
1: stereotypical. And then
0: there was a little bit of like you know real life drama. Yeah. In it, and yeah. um, queer fans will never be happy. Yeah. So they were like they shit on it, and yeah. it didn't do as well as it could have. So but I really liked it. I thought Kristen placing. Stewart and Dan Levy were the best like best friend also, comic one made
1: duo. It Recently, it was um, Those two holiday season.
0: Yeah, the happiest season. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought you, yeah, different Yeah, one. no, yeah. same one. Um,
0: I've been meaning to see that yeah.
1: though.
0: Those two are so funny yeah. together as like a best friend yeah. duo.
1: Yeah, I need, I need to check it out. I yeah. think it's on one of the streams. I think services. I've got it. There's one I really did like, it's definitely a couple of years ago now, mm. uh, 2014. It was called it, That Awkward Moment, but in Australia it was called Are We Officially Dating?
0: I don't know if I've seen it.
1: It's got Zac Efron in it, Miles Teller, and Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm. And it's also got uh, Imogen Poots. And it's a huge, like it's a bit bit of a bromantic comedy drama film. It's like these three bros and they're just trying to like, you know, yo, who you slim with tonight type. Anyway, Yeah. yeah, Zac Efron meets Imogen Poots and he ends up like falling for her, but he's obviously stuck in he, or he, you know, he's got his best mates and they just do things by the, the way they used to do it. But he's liking this girl and he's, you know, essentially got to tell the guys like, I'm not like that anymore. Anyway, it's really well done. Um, and it's kind of like one of the first films that kind of Zac Efron kind of moved out of that teenage. Mm-hmm,
0: 17 again.
1: 17 again is also a rom-com. Um, yeah,
0: um, I don't love that. It was my sister's favorite film for a long time there. So I watched it too many times.
1: I've seen that I can quote a probably lot about it. 10 times myself.
0: Yeah. I can quote a lot too. Shut, yeah.
1: It's Matthew, um, um, the guy from Friends, yeah. is the older version of Zachary from Like, yeah, not a great. And then his weird friend Ned, <laughs> yeah, as well. He's like,
0: uh, what is it? Are you or have you ever been a cyborg, a vampire, or time traveling? No, yeah, he's a, a vampire nerd. or something, or time traveling cyborg. It's like, yeah, vampire wouldn't tell, cyborg wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> You've definitely seen <laughs> yeah, that way I too many so times, quickly, like all the time.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, I'm yeah. gonna keep going because I, like, I don't even know if I like it. I hate it.
1: Is it because you have seen it too many times? Yeah,
0: we would She want to watch that. There was a couple of movies she would watch on repeat. Yeah, and that was one of them. And yeah, I be like, "Can right. we watch something new?" And she'd be like, "No, nah, i will watch Seventeen again." It's
1: Comfort. It's a comfort movie. Yeah, which system. I get.
0: But yeah, we've all got. Those, I so. had to suffer through it.
1: Yeah, if you're, it's not your comfort film, it's no. just going to become a bore. That's what it will be. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So that awkward moment. It's it's definitely like it's more of a male mm-hmm. based view on the rom com. So which it's is cool
0: to have. Yeah, there's, there's
1: definitely less of them. Yeah. And um the female lead. Yeah. So that's why I kind of maybe enjoyed of- it more because I was 14, I was 24 at the time. Oh yeah. So yeah, I was I thought it was pretty good.
0: The film, I think, like the rom-com is the best objective. Like if you're going to show someone who's never seen a rom-com, mm. this is a rom-com.
1: When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, that's that for is me. Have I you looked at a few lists. I haven't I've been trying to find it. It's not on any stream I- service.
0: I have a copy that I got from Second Hand it and it's like scratched. So I will see if it works and I'll give it to you if it yeah, does, okay. I, I will watch that
1: first because it. it's literally number one in nearly every I, list I looked yeah, up this week and for I'll romcoms. I'll tell you, tell you for why. Um, is it that one scene? It?
0: No, but yes. No, it's this. It's Isn't it just simple,
1: the simple story? It's real simple.
0: They meet because she or he, I can't quite remember which way around it is. Yeah. One of them is driving across country and mm-hmm. the other one has to go across country and yeah, it's like okay. a, fe- a friend's friend or whatever. Yep. So they get together, they're stuck in the car. And um, yeah, my watch. And the whole, it originally starts with the idea of like, you know, they're just talking about life and this and there's Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan. Yeah. And like they're like, Staples you know, of the 90s for that. So good. They're like, yeah. can men and women.
1: Just l- be friends. Just be friends. Or is it always more? Or
0: is it always someone that likes it? And that's yeah. kind of the central question yeah. that runs through it. Yep. They keep meeting up like mm-hmm. on and off over mm-hmm. the years. And eventually they realize you're the one for me. Yeah. We're going to. Like basically risk this friendship, yes, to see if it's worth being a little bit more. Yeah, um, that's kind of the idea of it.
1: Yeah, it's just super simple, but
0: it's just brilliantly done. Mm. It's funny. It's got all like the perfect like rom com beats. The yeah. tones there. It's kind of what Sleepless in Seattle. There was just something wasn't, missing, but it was in that yeah. you know like Nora wanted to make it yeah. that kind of same director thing. Yes. Yeah, writer yeah. director. So yeah, it's just it's. Did She so She also did
1: Um, You've Got Mail as well. She did You've Got Mail. Yeah.
0: She did Heartburn, which was a really, really old one. Oh, really? With, yeah, um, yeah. Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. Oh, wow. Which okay. isn't so much a rom-com as it is like more of a dramatic thing. It's based on a book that she wrote about her own marriage that fell apart. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I haven't read the book, but I have been meaning to read a lot of her books because she's got a lot and she's just – Yeah. She's so
1: So, officially, good. But, When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. It is objectively – the best rom com, and
0: it's got that scene in it when they're sitting in the diner. Yes, and Meg, and, Ryan. um, Meg Ryan's like, "No, nah, women like fake orgasms all the time." He's like, "No, they don't. No, they don't." <laughs> and then you know, she, she does. She that. fakes one. She fakes one. And this old lady turns around and goes, "I want what she's having." Yeah, and it's, it's brilliant, iconic. I've um, I got a record actually that's the When Harry Met Sally soundtrack. You did? Um, yeah, it was the last one in yeah. the company yeah. that we work for, and I was like, "I need this." <laughs> um, it's I'll have what she's having. Read. <laughs> and um it's actually says? that's what it's called. It's yeah. I'll have what she's having read. That's, that's the fantastic. name of it. And it's beautiful and I love it. And How is
1: the soundtrack? Like is it? It's good. It's it um standout? Harry
0: Connick Jr. Yeah, okay. Um who's like old time like Krono, whatever. Yeah. And it's just jazz. Oh, All jazz. things jazz. That is it's that's fine. it's that's beautiful. a vibe. It's actually really yeah, I bought it not even remembering the soundtrack. I was <laughs> like, well, if I can't have the film, I'll get this. I'll get
1: this. It and remind um, me of the film.
0: Yeah, I got um, heckled pretty heavily by the guy on the other end of the phone because I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I just need it for a customer," and he's like, "Oh, what customer? Like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Me. Yeah, it was, me. <laughs> it um, was a me. I spoke to the guy since he's great, and yeah. he still doesn't know
1: that you bought it. I bought it for yeah. me. Yeah. He doesn't need to know. It, it might
0: be one of my favorite vinyls that I have. Yeah, I did just did something about it.
1: Just something about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to get a copy of Love Rosie on Blu-ray. You can't get it. It's uh. I, yeah, I've got to do some stuff to get that one.
0: There'll be a trip to DVD King. It's Potentially.
1: City. Yes. We'll look into that one. Um, I, I have
0: a question for you. Yeah. Okay. And it's um, not about rom-coms in mm-hmm. particular, but okay. what was like, did, was there a specific scene when you're a kid in a movie yeah. that you watch and you went, this is the pinnacle of romance oh, before maybe you even understood it?
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Cause I watched a lot of, obviously I said like rom-coms were on when I was mm. little.
0: It doesn't have to be from a rom-com. Just like Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's a great it's, answer.
1: Uh, yeah, it's Titanic. It's the scene. It's the scene when they in the in the car. Well, basically the hand scene. Yeah, but like basically, yeah. That's when they cultivate their love yeah. together. Is when they're in the car together, um, just before the it goes down.
0: That's tragic and great. I'm yeah. I move think for
1: me, that came out when I was seven. I just think for me, that's when I noticed. Like that's a love story. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet just nailed it. The chemistry was perfect. Apparently, they like didn't meet or something before filming one of those particular scenes either the new drawing scene yeah. or the love scene they Binge hadn't pills. yeah yeah they hadn't met yet or something because no i think it's the drawing scene uh-huh. because uh, james cameron wanted to actually have that awkwardness of yeah, him okay. talking to her while he's trying to draw her so that was the first scene they filmed and so that's why they seem a bit awkward because that, that was the first. Those time... Those poor buggers in. went through a lot. They doing did that. for that film.
0: They got bloody hypothermia in the water yeah, on the yeah. door
1: and could have fit Jack on there. Oh
0: uh, yeah, no, question. So
1: I think I think Titanic's a pretty good love story. That's
0: a pretty good one. Um, yeah. mine is not so sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, mine was the sixteen going on seventeen scene from um Santa Music. I was just, like, quite young, and I was like, "This is romance." This is it. This is gonna happen to me one day. Um, it hasn't. It hasn't. And it's- also. He turned out to be a Nazi. Yeah. So
1: maybe not the best is, example. Yeah, probably yeah. not the best uh role model to have as a love story. No, well
0: it wasn't the whole thing. It was just like that, 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 particular, that scene. Yeah. yeah. That's Which wild. Which is ridiculous. Um we watch the movie and you'll know why.
1: I gotta see it still. I got three of your films I've still gotta watch there. They're accumulating I'm not giving on you more bench.
0: until you've seen them no, because I'm not gonna you know ask what happens. What? You borrow them. I forget I've got them in the sense that I'm like, I've got room for more movies and I keep buying more and oh, I've got no room. So it's no
1: issue with me having them. It's the fact that you'll get more and you'll run out of space in your DVD collection and I, you'll get yeah, them back. There's
0: stacks and stacks and stacks now.
1: I'm going to have to start getting more soon myself. I'm running out of space.
0: Also, yeah, I, like watch them or you'll just, I'll just come over to your house to get my movies and be like, oh, can I watch a movie?
1: Yeah. You need to watch a couple with us. We'll just put one on.
0: Yeah, because you know we can watch them.
1: Yeah. I'm scared of the horror ones, so I need someone it's there. It's all right.
0: You can make it. You've seen. Um, Midsummer,
1: you'll make it. If I can make Midsummer, I can make that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What is the rom com you like saw as a kid and you remember it fondly? Like it might not be your favourite rom com, but at the time you kind of
1: Any mean. Yeah.
0: Like, okay, well for me, right? Like my answer is Sweet Home Alabama. Oh two thousand and two. I don't know if I like that. I haven't really (laughs) seen it much since. I think I saw it once and I was like, oh yeah. I don't know if this is quite as good. But as a kid
1: Yeah. You loved it. That was the rom
0: com I remember, and I remember loving it. Yeah, okay. Can't tell you why.
1: Can't tell you why it just was. It just was
0: that one. You know, it's, the lightning hits the sand and it makes glass. And
1: I think for me, yeah. it was Fifty First States again. Yeah, yeah. That
0: was that would probably be like a close second for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it just cost more. It was more hammed up comedy. Yeah, for me, and obviously as a kid, <laughs> that wasn't that, that's important. what you get. Yeah, I wasn't really too involved with like, oh, I need the love side of things. No. It was just uh, it was Adam Sandler, which you know I've seen him in so many other things that I loved as a comedy. And then he did this. I was like, oh, just be another one. (laughs) And then it turns out it was more like love-based. So I think that just about wraps up our little rom-com kind of deep dive there into the genre. Um, Hopefully we've kind of given you a little bit of a taste on our ideas and what we like in the rom-com genre. And also some some movie suggestions for you to watch um, that you might not have thought about.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a few that I haven't mentioned anyway that I did enjoy, but mm. I really want to know what you guys like yeah. about rom coms or what you don't like about rom coms because I, you know, I know what Shannon likes now because we're talking about it every yeah, week, but yeah. I don't know what you guys like at home, and I want to know what you like because you know what we like.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we want to know about more about you, and also gives suggestions to us to what to watch.
0: Yeah, and on that, we have an Instagram now.
1: We do. We um, have an Instagram account. Yeah, it's
0: at Binge Lists. Yes. Um. And the full name of it is Binge List and Box Office Hits. Yeah. So, yeah, give us a follow on there.
1: Please do. We're um, going to keep adding to that very shortly. We've yeah. got our muses on there at the moment.
0: Yeah, we might even put up, you know, some of our favourite rom-coms yeah, or I I'll put we'll up a picture of my that. vinyl yep. from See, my time at Sally.
1: And relate it to the episode.
0: Yeah, some things like that. Yeah. Let you know what's coming down the pipeline, yep. watch some Yellow Jackets, that kind yep. of thing.
1: We are, have also been discussing the fact we might do merch soon. We might. We are looking into possibility of doing a t-shirt. Yes. We'll have the logo of our podcast on the shirt. Mm-hmm. So if you have a somewhat of an interest in wearing our logo on a shirt, please let us know. If there's enough interest, we'll probably mm-hmm. make it happen.
0: Let us know what color shirt you want yep. to.
1: We're going to get some for ourselves to start off with, see what it looks like, see how it feels. Yep. If there's other interests, um, we'll let you know. Yeah. Go from there.
0: And as always, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying it, give us a follow, give us a like, get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, email us at lists at boxofficehits.com. That's about it. Well, that's about yeah, it. Yeah, no worries. Thanks thank for listening.
1: Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.